Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, Philip and Allison Rife Martin start a month-long series focusing on business with In the Beginning of Apple Computer. Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Alice and Rife Martin talking all things Apple. Yes, the the company, not the fruits. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. They were founded by Venture Capital in 1976, but they were like they were profitable by 1977, which was which was crazy. Which was which was crazy, but you know if you think. If you think that's the first thing that startups should really be focusing on, it's not let's go out and acquire customers for the sake of acquiring customers, acquire customers and revenue based on the cash flow that's coming in. And if you don't have it, how can you, you know, retool your operations from profitability standpoint, cutting expenses, doing the, the bare bones while still going out and doing customer, you know, incurring customer, bringing in customers. Mm-hmm. And and in in your in your research, were were you you know what what were your thoughts, and did you get a chance to, you know, find out how they were so successful so so early on financially? Well, so um, there's this great article, and it's a it's an older article, so it's written in 2010, but I think it's still relevant today. It's titled "Apple Keeps Winning Because It Is a Giant Startup." So when you are a giant startup or just a startup in general, like, you know, you were out there trying to develop your, what they call an MVP, minimum viable product. Um, and a lot of founders go through the idea of bring in customers just to bring in customers to get, you know, somebody to test it out, not focusing on the cost. Uh, that's, you know, what they call customer acquisition costs. Steve Jobs did an amazing job in his pursuit of perfectionism, though, but being <laughs> relentless and keeping costs down, um, making sure that he understood what the customers needed, um, and then gave a product that was, what do they say, a delightful uh, product that customers were delighted by. That's what attributed to them being profitable. He was solely focused on winning. Yeah, yeah, I think you hit it perfectly because he was, he was for, for for all of his flaws. I feel like he was insanely focused on delivering a uh, a unique a unique product. Meaning, like I've I've heard one business person say something like. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess it up, but it's like the customer not is is not always right when it comes to product because they don't know what they want, right? You know the customers, uh, if if they if they were right about what they want, then they would have been, they would have invented it. And so I think he was he was very good at looking at the industry, and and at the time of the this was early in personal computing, as you know, IBM was like the big, uh, you know, big leader in in selling more. Uh, personal computer Anal machines. Personal and computers, and, and they focus on analytics, whereas Apple focused on the 
the art and the design, like he had a keen eye for design and making a beautiful product that we'd want to hold in our hand or the Apple IIe, you know, the first computer, it was cool and beautiful and just, you know, look nifty. So he focused also to him, what did the customer, what can the, what will delight the customer? Mm -hmm. What, um, um, were there any other, components of Apple success early on that gave them a pretty good head start in the startup phase that, that you, uh, you know, saw? Well, I would, I would actually agree with, again, but going back to this article, um, startups are willing to, t- you know, the founder, the startup, uh, is willing, it takes risks and is willing to absorb fa- failure. Well, of course, now obviously they can take failure, but, you know, they're willing to go back because, you know, Apple has obviously a very successful and, pretty high cash but you know as a startup he with again his pursuit of perfectionism was able to you know say well this didn't work but let's go back and fix it again again with keeping the eye on the bottom line of here's what my my run rate is he understood um, how much cash he needed and then again with the the backing of venture capital he was able to sell a compelling story as to why they'd want to invest in him and And that's what i think good good founders will do and and I th- and, and we and we may be we may be I don't know if you can count this as startup and growth phase, but I think one of the things that Steve Jobs did to help outfit his personality was like he was unbelievably good at st- at the product, and he was unbelievably bad at spending money. You right. Know? But, but <laughs> you know, but he but he had a, he had a team in place to put some restraints on him so that he didn't. Uh, spin the company into oblivion, and we'll we'll talk further about like how that played out and how that created conflict. But the fact that to me, the fact that he had the boundaries in place to you know to to put himself in check, I think was um, amazing. It, it makes me think right. of like having a good CPA. To, uh, right. I was gonna say, and I feel like that's been kind of like the theme of of all of our conversations is you you know. You don't know what you don't know, but you should know to know that I don't know how to be a great, you know, investor and manager of money. That's why I would find a financial advisor. I don't know how to, you know, create a will for, um, you know, or just like when I'm getting ready to sell my business or whatever it is I'm planning to do with, you know, my business at all in general. That's why I would hire an attorney. So, he, you're absolutely right. Steve Jobs really knew when to bring in someone like, you know, Steve Wozniak and um, help him assemble a great team so he he could spend time focusing on what he did best, which is product development. No, that, that, um, definitely. We'll, 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 we'll move into the growth phase uh, in, in the next episode. Let everybody know how they can reach you if they want more information. Um, well, I would love to talk with anybody um, about these kind of topics. I always think these are fun, but you could reach me at my website, uh, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com. And I would love to talk more about this. And like you said, Philip, I would welcome any feedback on what y'all think about these kind of topics, because I think they're fun. And I think we could all learn how this would apply to our business model as well. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thanks for being here and have a great day. (laughs) If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com 
forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.